Okay, we are at uh, 45B, Mem Hay, Amud Bet. We are discussing the opinion of uh, what Rabbi Yochanan really holds. Uh, we have w- one opinion uh, in terms of Rabbi Shimon, that he holds a very limited view of, of Mukta, and then we had another opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, who said that he, he holds a much broader application of Mukta, uh, and we're trying to work out whose opinion that uh, Rabbi Yochanan was uh, was holding like, uh, whether it was like Rabbi Uda or like Rabbi Shimon. Uh, and what we tried to do now, uh, we quoted this yesterday, but it is a good starting point again today, uh, is uh, Amalei Abaya, Rabbi Yosef. Abaya says to Rabbi Yosef, Av'at, Lord Tizrat, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Uda, uh, don't you also hold that Rabbi Yochanan Holds like Rabbi Huda, i.e., a very broad application of Mukta. Hi, ki Abba bar uh, uh, um, Hi, Rabbi Abba Rab Asi Rikle Levay Rabbi Abba uh, Demin Haifa. Uh, Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Asi who came to Rabbi Abba who was from uh, Haifa. Venafal Menarta al Glima Glima de Rabbi Asi Velo Tiltale. There was a menorah that fell onto Rabbi Asi's uh, garment, his cloak, and he never moved it uh, in my time. Well, what is the reason for that? Love, Mishum, Rabbi Asi, Talmudah, Rabbi Yochanan, Hava. Surely that must be uh, that he was an opinion, uh, a student of Rabbi Yochanan, and uh, we see Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yochanan holds uh, like Rabbi Huda. Who says there is such a thing as Mukta, i.e., a very broad application of Mukta? So, surely this proves that uh, Rabbi Yochanan holds like Rabbi Yudah. We say no, Amalei, uh, he says not uh, necessarily. Menarta Kamart, you quoting a proof from a menorah, uh, it says Menarta Shani. Menorahs are different. Why? Amrav Asi, he says as follows Hora. Reish Lakish by Tidon. Reish Lakish ruled in Tidon. Menorah, Hanitelet Biadechad, Muta Lataltala. If it's a small menorah, i.e., one that can be carried uh, with one hand, uh, then it's you're able to move it. Vishtayadav, uh, it says if you can carry it in two hands, uh, if you have to use two hands to carry it, i.e., it's a very big and heavy item, uh, you aren't allowed to carry it. Asulatatala, you uh, are forbidden to move such a menorah. Rabbi you know, he, he says, Amar, Ain lanu ella Rabbi Shimon. Or we, Rabbi Yochanan now says, uh, we only have permission to carry this lamp uh, except by Rabbi Shimon. Uh, it seems that uh, he's, he's now referring to a nair. He says the only thing we're allowed to carry is a nair, and that's according to Rabbi Shimon. Obviously a nair uh, that has gone out uh, according to Rabbi Shimon. And he says that's the only thing we're allowed to do. However, aval menorah. But when it comes to menorah, bein itzalabi ado echad, bein itzlabi shtei adav asul taltala. But if it's a menorah, uh, whether it's a big one or a small one, i.e., one that is carried with one hand or two hands, uh, you are not, uh, uh, you know, allowed to carry a menorah. So we see uh, that uh, you know that even Rabbi Shimon seemingly would only allow you to carry a small little candle. Uh, but when it comes to menorah, and uh, you know, neither a big one nor a small one would be allowed. So even Rabbi Shimon would seemingly agree uh, to this case of the Nora. What time am I, and what would be the reason for that? Uh, Rabbi Rav Yosef, uh, both Rabbi and Rav Yosef say, uh, There is a specific place uh, for a uh, this menorah, and as a result, uh, you are talking uh, about, uh, it's, it's like fixed in its place, so it's almost, if you start moving it, it's almost like you dismantle 
dismantling it. Uh, and, uh, and therefore, uh, it's like sorter, it's like uh, destroying something. So that's why even Rabbi Shimon would seemingly agree with that. Hamalai Abai Rav Yosef. So Abai says uh, to Rav Yosef, who had you know previously said that you couldn't do it, kilat chatanim da adam lo makom. But surely a bed of chatanim, a uh, the, the kind of a, a certain bed uh, that a bride and a groom would share. What is that? It's like what we would refer to as a two-poster bed. Uh, it's got a big uh, poster. Uh, at, uh, it's we've got a big uh, sticking up part at the, at the bottom of the bed in the center uh, and one at the top of the bed and then a, uh, a connecting piece in the middle, uh, a narrow connecting piece, a very uh, narrow piece uh, in, on which they would like kind of throw over a canopy to give the, the bride and groom uh, a lot of privacy uh, for that. So it says that that is also something that is uh, fixed. It's like Kovaila Makom. It's got a certain place. Uh, it's a very important item this, this uh, special bed. Vama Shmuel, Mishum But Shmuel says, uh, in the name of Rabbi Kia, Kilat Chatanim, Muta, Nitzra, Muta, Lefarka, Veshabbat. Uh, you are allowed to put this bed up and you are allowed to take it down on Shabbat. Uh, and the important thing here is that it is not uh, de- de- defined as destroying uh, some kind of oil because the top uh, is so narrow. The top is less than a tefach. Uh, and as a result, you are allowed to then uh, take this uh, canopy off and put the, the bed up, uh, etc. So therefore, um, this leads on into a much bigger uh, discussion in terms of uh, binyan and stira when it comes to kalim uh, building and uh, destroying things in terms of utensils. Uh, is there such a concept of uh, you know building when it comes to utensils? In any case, uh, therefore that can't be uh, the the reason for a menorah. Uh, and as a result, El Amarabaya, so by kind of seemingly changed his mind, uh, and he says about that, Bashal uh, Khuliot, we are dealing with a menorah that is made up of separate pieces, okay, and you kind of uh, join it together. Uh, uh, to to make it, and they're worried that you're not allowed, the, the reason they say you wouldn't be allowed to move it is because you worry that it would uh, fall and break. If it falls and breaks, there's a tremendous temptation to go and fix it, uh, and that uh, is uh, you know you have to come screw things in uh, uh, and. Um, and do you know that that would really be uh, building uh, this utensil okay and that's it and uh, that would be making something on shabbat this is assuming that there is such a thing as binyan of kalim uh, on shabbat but but still uh, we see that you know building this whole thing on shabbat would not be allowed okay uh, if that is the case uh, Ben Lakish to Shari. What is the case of uh, Reish Lakish uh, that said you are allowed to to move it? Uh, and, you know, in in terms of uh, Reish Lakish said, you know, if you, as long as you can carry it in one hand, you would be allowed to move it. Seemingly here, uh, it would be a, a a problem because if it breaks, you will come to reassemble it. So how come Reish Lakish would allow such a thing? Uh, my so what are these little different parts uh, that we that we're talking about? No, uh, all it has is like little ridges. Uh, uh, that uh, that it is really it's one solid piece, but it's got these ridges on uh, for aesthetic purposes, uh, and it looks like uh, it uh, by Hidake, uh, It looks like there are there are grooves in it, and as a result, it looks like it is uh, made up of separate pieces. Uh, and therefore, 
uh, if it's got, uh, if it's really made up of separate pieces, then big or small, you would be usher to move it. Uh, it would be forbidden to move it. Gadola nami itle chidke. And even a big one uh, that has got these uh, grooves on, uh, people will look at it. Gezaira, atu gadola to choliot. People will look at it and see that this looks very similar uh, to something that is made up of component parts and as a result uh, will be uh, not worried about, uh, I mean, uh, we get confused about moving this type of uh, thing, which is, even though it's solid, it looks like it's made of, of, of different component parts and therefore they'll make the mistake of moving a big item with component parts. Keep uh, Ligi, when is the argument uh, between uh, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shlakish? Uh, they're talking about the katana, uh, a small one uh, that has got these uh, grooves on. Uh, it says that has got the groups. Masava, uh, the one opinion Rabbi Yochanan says, uh, you know, Gazrinan, we 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 make a gazera of a uh, on a small one. Otherwise, you know, in case you come to move a big one. Uh, as opposed to Reish Lakish, Masava, Law Gazrinan. Reish Lakish says no. Uh, people aren't going to get confused, even though it's grooved. Uh, it is still small, uh, and people won't get to you know make the double jump uh, to a one made of, of component uh, parts because small ones aren't usually made of component parts. So people will not get confused with that. All right. And now, as uh, you know, so we still, you know, we're all talking again about uh, Rav Yochanan and what his opinion holds. So that was the kind of a, a side issue uh, in terms of uh, uh, of that, so, you know, which we didn't really uh, resolve. Uh, and it says, Meet like Rabbi Yochanan Haki. Uh, did Rabbi Yochanan really say that Lacha goes like Rabbi Huda? Now we're bouncing back. Vam Rabbi Yochanan, Lacha Kistam Mishnah. The Lacha goes like an anonymous Mishnah. Uh, that is a famous statement that comes up a lot in Shas uh, that Rabbi Yochanan holds of a uh, Stam Mishnah, anonymous Mishnah. It's none. And we have a uh, uh, this Mishnah which we did quote uh, two days ago, uh, right at the end of the Daf. Uh, Daf 44, it was right at the end of the Daf. Mukhani, Shela, Vizman, Shihi, Nishmetet, Ain, Kiburla, you know, it says if you have a uh, this this wagon that's got this undercarriage that can come off, uh, it says, uh, you know, you know, Ain, uh, if it is uh, un. Uh, you know, detached from the uh, the wagon uh, and is separate from it. And it is not measured with it. Remember, we had this discussion uh, that if it's a giant uh, wagon, you know, with uh, forty sail of uh, of uh, airspace uh, in it, uh, and therefore it's kind of considered to be a separate object altogether in terms of uh, tumor, uh, and uh, this undercarriage is not counted uh, with with uh, this thing if it is detachable. The undercarriage is not counted with the top of the wagon. Uh, and, and also it doesn't protect uh, this, uh, you know, the, the, the thing on top. If there's a hole and a gap uh, between the undercarriage and the wagon, uh, that it will uh, not protect the wagon from getting tumor if it drives over, for example, a 
a corpse or a, or a grave or something like that, uh, it, it will uh, do that. So, you know, if it has got a, a hole inside, then the, the, the hole will uh, allow the tumor to go through. Vain gorin ota v'shabat bisman sheyeshaleh ma'ot. Uh, and also with the, the other uh, law that we mentioned, uh, it says you're not allowed to pull this wagon uh, when there is the money in it. Okay, uh, what does that mean? Hi, Aina Lea Ma'ot, Sharia. If there isn't, uh, if there is no money on it, you would be allowed to to move it, uh, this wagon. Afal pi, afagav, The implication is it doesn't distinguish, and therefore we would say even if there was money there during the twilight period in Bainashmashot time, uh, from Erev Shabbos to Shabbos, uh, and there would be, you know, you would be allowed to move it. Amar Zaira, and Rav Zaira said, uh, you know, that, and that's obviously Rabbi Shimon's opinion, uh, who says, uh, for example, you know, only while a lamp is alight, uh, you would not be allowed to move it. But once the lamp has gone out, your mind uh, is set on it, and, and therefore you'd be allowed to pick up this empty lamp uh, after it's gone out. The same thing, uh, even though it was mukta for a time period, uh, the strict opinion holds uh, that once it's mukta, and, and this is the, the general rule, generally what we hold, we say once it's mukta, uh, at the twilight period, as Shabbos comes in, uh, then it's mukta for the whole of Shabbat. Uh, Rabbi Shimon would say no, uh, just because it was mukta at the beginning of Shabbat doesn't mean uh, that it's mukta for the whole of Shabbat. Once uh, the offending thing has left, uh, we had this with the chicks, uh, we, on, on, on the basket, uh, we had this with um, uh, this money case of here once, and we had this with the lamp, uh, once the, the, the fire has gone out in the lamp, you'd be allowed to move it. And now we see over here that uh, even though the money was on the wagon uh, at the onset of Shabbos, it is able to be moved uh, even after Shabbat. All right, and that, uh, that is that. So seemingly it goes uh, like Rabbi Shimon. And, uh, and that's, you know, it would, it would seem over here that Rabbi Yochanan uh, holds like the Stam Mishnah, uh, and therefore Rabbi Yochanan is by implication holding like Rabbi Shimon as opposed to Rabbi Huda. Answer is Amma Rabbi Zaira Therefore, we have to interpret our Mishnah uh, where there was no money uh, on this uh, on this wagon throughout Banashmashot. So when uh, Shabbat came in at the very outset of Shabbat, uh, the money there was no money on the wagon Banashmashot. The money came in afterwards and then fell off. Uh, afterwards, and therefore, uh, you know, so therefore, to kind of uh, keep it as that Rabbi Yochanan actually holds like Rabbi Huda and doesn't is not forced in this way, you're not breaking, uh, you know, literally breaking Rabbi Yochanan's uh, opinion over here. Okay, uh, carrying on, Amar of Yoshua ben Levi, uh, he says, Pamechad halach Rebi le Diosfera. Rebi went to the to uh, uh, this place called Diosfera. Uh, Rebi went Hora b'Menora Krebi Shimon. Hora b'Menora Krebi Shimon Bener. He ruled uh, like a menorah, like Rebi Shimon, like a lamp. Okay, so the, the, it's a bit of a confusing statement. Ibalu, uh, what do you mean to say? Hora benora Shimon Bener. 
Uh, in other words, what does that mean? He ruled like uh, a menorah, in the case of a menorah, like Rabbi Shimon holds with a, a, a candle, okay, with a lamp, and says, In other words, you are allowed to move a menorah the same way Rabbi Shimon allows you to move a lamp. Uh, and that would be heter, it would be allowed to move a menorah. Or Dilma Hora Benora, he ruled about a menorah lesura, uh, that it is Asur, Krebi uh, Shimon Benar, in terms of, uh, and, and he ruled as well uh, in terms like Rabbi Shimon uh, with a candle that it was allowed, Lahatera, to move it. So he ruled, made two rulings, you know, one about a menorah saying it was no good to move and one about a candle that it was fine to move after it went out uh, and the Gomorrah so which one was it and the Gomorrah says teiku uh, we don't actually have an answer to that question all right uh, more about what people did Rav Malkia Ikle Levei Rabbi Simlai Avatiltel Shraga Rabbi Malkia came to Rabbi Simlai's house and he moved uh, a candle that had gone out uh, this lamp that had gone out Vikpid Rabbi Simlai Rabbi Simlai got very upset uh, by his behavior. Rabbi Yossi uh, Gilila Ikle la atre de Rabbi Yossi Brabi Hanina, Tiltel Shraga, Vikpid Rabbi Yossi Brabi Hanina. Rabbi Yossi Agalili came to Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Hanina's house or area, and he moved a uh, an extinguished oil lamp, and Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Hanina, got upset with him. Rabbi Abayu. Now we're talking about Rabbi Abayu. Kikle Latri de Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. When he went to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi's locale, what did he used to do? Have a little shaga. He would uh, move a candle. Uh, this he would move a uh, this lamp. Kikle Latri de Rabbi Yochanan. However, when he went to Rabbi Yochanan's locale, law have a metalto shaga. Then he refrained uh, from moving a candle. So the Gemara immediately picks up on that. Uh, whichever way you look at it is problematic. If you're like Rabbi Huda, uh, i.e. that you're not allowed to move uh, this candle that has gone out, uh, then you should hold consistently like Rabbi Huda and say you're not allowed to move uh, once it's gone out, even once it's gone out. And if you hold like Rabbi Shimon, then you should go like Rabbi Shimon and say, listen, only once it's lit, uh, aren't you allowed to move it? But uh, when you know, when it's not lit, you are allowed to move it. Uh, and we say, really, he holds uh, like uh, Rabbi Shimon. However, Mishum Kvodo to Rabbi Yochanan, who the law have avid. Really, it's only uh, you know due to the cover, due to the honor uh, to show Rabbi Yochanan honor uh, that he held like him. So, in other words, really. The essential law is to permit it, uh, but not to denigrate uh, the sages that hold otherwise. We rule like that, uh, you know, as stricter, uh, so as not to, to denigrate those sages. And that's, that's how he held. Okay, continuing. Amarav Yehuda, Shraga Bamishka. Uh, if you have a uh, uh, this lamp uh, that has gone out uh, and it's you know it says shari uh, letutula you are allowed to uh, move it nafka uh, however uh, that, that's that's only if it's oil if it's naft uh, which is you know this very smelly uh, tar like substance uh, or liquid kind of tar asu letutula uh, then you're not allowed to move it because then the the uh, the thing it's got a very it gets uh, tremendously 
uh, dirty and, and messy and, and disgusting, uh, he says you aren't allowed to move that. Also, it smells. Uh, and, uh, and therefore, uh, Rav, Rav Yosef Damatavai, Rav and Rav Yosef, Rabba, sorry, uh, Rav Yosef Damatavai, uh, they both said, uh, nami shari uh, you would be allowed to move it even with a, uh, this naft uh, thing. We leave out the next bit in brackets that's actually forming, uh, it comes as part of the next uh, statement. Right, uh, next, the, the next uh, continuation of this, Rav Avia Ikle Levei Rabba. Rav Avia comes to Rava's house. Have a mis by Kare Vetina. He's uh, um, uh, his feet were very dirty with clay, yet he came in the house with dirty feet. Tiche Avativei Apuria and he put them, you know, he comes in with dirty feet and he goes and he puts him on the bed uh, in front of Rava. And Rava's, you know, very upset. Ikpid Rava, uh, he gets very upset with him. However, he doesn't shout at him. Uh, it says, Bailatsura, he wanted to, to come along and, uh, you know, uh, maybe make him feel bad. Latsura is to cause him pain, uh, literally. Uh, but, you know, he just wants to, to uh, uh, the way he did it, instead of shouting at him, embarrassing him, uh, he said, Listen, I'm alive. My timer. Rabba by Rav Yosef Why did Rabba and Rav Yosef both say uh, the, uh, the, the that statement that we just had? Shraga tenaft nami shara tutulai. This neft candle, uh, this neft lamp, you would you would be allowed to move on uh, Shabbat once it's gone out. And he says, you know, the, the uh, Amalai. So he says, Well, because it is uh, allowed, he says, the answer to, to that, he says, it's allowed uh, to uh, cover a vessel. You could use it as a cover for, for something, like as a, you know, to. Uh, to, to uh, put over a uh, uh, something to shut it up, to close it. Elamiata, um, so he challenged him again. He says, "Listen, uh, you know, miata kotsurot shibachata metatalin. Then any stone in the courtyard you could pick up and move. Uh, it says you can pick up any stone uh, and then use it because it's also fit for covering uh, a bottle or uh, well, it depends on the size of it, but you know, something even bigger than a bottle. So you could use it as, um, you know, to cover a pot, uh, whatever you you needed to, to cover it with. Uh, so he says, and, and we know for sure that stones are mukta, completely mukta. You're not allowed to move stones uh, on Shabbat. So he says, well, you know, according to your uh, rationale, you should be allowed to move stones. Why aren't you? So So his response is, hi, Ika Tarat Kli Alea. There, in the case of these uh, these uh, uh, pebbles and stones, uh, in, uh, sorry, in the case of the um, uh, the, the 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 lamp. Okay, he says that that's called a kli, that's called a vessel. Uh, this lamp is called a vessel, so there's no problem moving it. Uh, but honey, in terms of the pebbles, the stones, like uh, a kli alea. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no... Um, they're not called a kli. Me, Lord Tanya, didn't we learn in a brata? Hashirain, Nazamim, Tabaot, all different types of jewelry, bracelets, nose rings, normal rings. It says, Haray Hain, Kokola Kalim, Anitalim Bechatir. Normally, I mean, in these things, we're going to see much more about this in chapter chapters 5 and 6. Uh, with what animals can go out with, what women can go out with, what's defined as jewelry, what's defined as carrying things. Uh, we're going to see a lot of lot of detail about that. Uh, all of these things, uh, we're not allowed to go 
out with them into the public domain. Uh, however, uh, within a courtyard, uh, they are all like uh, kalim that you nitalim bechater. You can move them in a chater. Uh, and about that, uh, you know, Amaula uh, Ula says about that. My time will kli alea. Uh, you are allowed to move these nose rings uh, in the yard because it's got the status of a kli, the status of utensil. Uh, and, and therefore, if it's got a, a status of utensil, you'd be allowed to move it on Shabbat. Tachanami, the same thing here. Those are the words actually that we had uh, before. So now they've been quoted uh, a, a number of times uh, subsequently. That's why we left them out earlier. Uh, it's got the status of a kli on it. Uh, and therefore, this the same thing with this uh, lamp of neft. Uh, that you can move it because it's got a status of a kleonet. Amma Rav Yitzhak Nachma Yitzhak Baruch Rachmana Baruch Hashem says Rav Nachma Yitzhak the law Kshifa Le Rava Bar Avia that he didn't the uh, Rava never embarrassed him. Uh, you know that uh, Rava never embarrassed Rav Avia uh, in terms of his statement. Right, interesting uh, concept. Uh, you know, sh- uh, shortly, but. Um, why specifically, if you wanted to upset him, you know, you could have asked him uh, something else, an uh, interpretation of a pasuk or something like that. Why uh, specifically uh, this area? Uh, it, it, I think we're going to get to it uh, later on in Amasechet, where it says you are allowed to use a, uh, a broken shard of pottery that is uh, defined as a vessel. Uh, uh, you are allowed to, and they say, why is it a vessel? Because you can use it to remove uh, uh, clay uh, from your shoes. So maybe this was an implied uh, rebuke uh, to Rav Avia to, because, you know, he says, surely you could have picked up uh, this, if you hold of, the, you know, something is defined as a vessel, uh, you could have uh, taken a piece of clay and, uh, and you t- taken the shard of pottery and used it to scrape the clay off your shoes. Maybe that was a kind of implied rebuke uh, to him uh, for what he felt was a very bad behavior. All right, Rami lay Abaya la Rava. So Abaya says to Rava, uh, talking, he says, Tanya, on the one hand, Mota Shemin Shibane Shiba Kara Asur, in terms of uh, this. Uh, the oil in the in the lamp and a bowl. Uh, it says you're not al asur. You're not allowed to leftover oil. Uh, you're not allowed to use. Uh, Rabbi Shimon Matthew. Rabbi Shimon says it is fine to use uh, alma. Uh, Rabbi Shimon late lay mukta. Uh, therefore, we see from that that Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold a mukta. We've had this brighter a number of times now. Um, uh, however, Rumini, we have another statement. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Kosh ein mumo nikar be'erev yomtov ein ze minamuchan. On the other hand, uh, so we see that uh, you know, on the one hand, that uh, Rabbi Shimon says, no, you know, you've got something that I, uh, you know, ex- expect. You know, I, I'm, I've got my mind on it. Uh, I expect something to happen to this thing. Uh, you know, then I'm a- able to use it on Shabbat. It's not out of sight, out of mind. On the other hand, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, a uh, bechor. Uh, what is the status of bechor? Uh, you uh, you give uh, the uh, uh, bechor. Either you have to give the bechor to a kohen. Uh, you know, if there is no, uh, if there is a a mum on it, you give it to the kohen and he can eat it. Uh, by himself, or else alternatively, uh, you have to bring the Bukhor up to the Beit Hamikdash, uh, and once you bring it up to the Beit Hamikdash, uh, uh, sorry, you, you give, still give it to the Kohen, but the Kohen has to bring it up to the Beit Hamikdash. So now uh, the issue is uh, with a Bukhor 
So uh, the issue with the Bechor is that uh, it has to be examined uh, before it's defined as a mum, because what is uh, we suspect Kohanim uh, of uh, inflicting a blemish upon it. Why? Because otherwise, then uh, they don't have to schlep all the way uh, to the Beit Hamikdash in order to eat it. They can just shecht it uh, right there and there, and um, at that at the, you know where they find themselves, and uh, there's no issue of bringing it up to the Beit Hamikdash. So we see uh, that uh, that is the discussion of the Bukhor. Now, in terms of this, uh, Rabbi Shimon said about that, uh, you know, even if there is a mum on this animal, if you hadn't uh, seen the mum before Yom Tov, uh, it's not defined as prepared, i.e. Uh, this animal is mukta. Uh, and if you haven't uh, had it specifically in mind, uh, then uh, you, uh, you know, it, it hasn't been, you know, and, and really uh, probably even from Erev Shabbat, uh, it's, it's Mukta. Uh, so how do you reconcile that? And Haki Hashta, uh, Robert, uh, you know, uh, said about that. He said, listen, uh, the, you know, how can you compare these two cases? Hatam. In the case of the lamp, Adam Yoshev, Mutape, Ematai, Techabe, Nero. Uh, a person looks and sees and like waits specifically he says I know I put this amount of oil in the lamp uh, two hours worth of oil uh, I know I'm expecting the, 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 the lamp to go out uh, and if there's any leftover oil uh, I'll use the oil no problem uh, that, uh, then, then, then I'm happy to do it however in this case uh, there's a multitude of problems with the Bukhor uh, and that's why you can't use it number one Adam Yushav Matzapeh Matayi Bomum Number one, how would you expect uh, a mum, uh, this, this blemish, to be inflicted on this Bukhor? Uh, it has to be done in a, in a, in a way uh, that no one suspects of the Kohen. So it really has to be a real blemish uh, that uh, is, is not man-made. So you, 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 it, it's very, uh, who says there's ever going to be a blemish on this animal? Uh, and uh, it says, Maymar, Amar, Yimar, Nafo, Ba, Muma. And even if there is a mum, uh, and even if you would say that, uh, and uh, the, the, it's, it does get a, a blemish on it, in Tim Saloma, the Nafil Bamum, you know, so sorry, um, uh, would a person think to say, sorry, the previous line read, you know, would a person say, would a person say, a person doesn't think and say, when, when is this Bukhor going to get a mum? Maybe it will never get a mum. And even if you would say, uh, even if you would say that it does get a mum, uh, maybe it won't be a permanent blemish. It has to be a permanent blemish uh, for it to uh, become uh, able to be shechted privately by the Kohen. If it's just a temporary blemish, then the Kohen has to wait until it cures itself and then uh, has to go up to the Beit HaMikdash. Uh, and even if you would say uh, that he's sure that a permanent blemish is going to fall upon this animal, it says, who knows that if you find a Chacham, what you have to do is uh, is uh, spend um you have to find a Chacham that actually uh, comes and uh, examines this, and it has to be someone of uh, great stature, not just any uh, any person. You have to be an acknowledged expert uh, to do this, and uh, actually I think there was a time period where Rava uh, actually spent 18 months uh, on a farm uh, you know, working out which, uh, you know, which are blemishes and, and which are not, and he spent an extensive amount of time, uh, a lot of self-sacrifice to 
like sit around on the farm uh, to work out exactly which blemishes are real and which are permanent and which are not. So it, it requires a, a very extensive, uh, you, need a, you need an expert to define uh, as to whether this blemish is permanent and how it was caused, etc. And who says you're going to find such a thing? All right, so but due to these multiplicity of factors uh, against a Bechor, uh, this animal becoming a Bechor, uh, Rabbi Shimon would definitely hold uh, that a Bechor, if its mum is not present or not able to be seen, before Yontif it is definitely Mukta. Uh, again, well, you know, about this last statement, about uh, the uh, a person maybe not being able to find someone uh, to, to show this uh, mum to, Matavrav uh, uh, Rami um, Barakama. Rami Barakama uh, attacked us. He says, no, listen, uh, a man, a woman that says, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to eat something, or I'm not going to do something, uh, it says her husband can nullify uh, that vow on Shabbat. Uh, and also, uh, if, uh, if you want to, if you need to, for the purpose of Shabbat, uh, uh, you, you can um, uh, if you you know you if if it's for Shabbat itself, Lutzurek Shabbat, uh, a, a woman can go to a sage and have her uh, three you know a bait in uh, to to have her vows uh, revoked, even if she didn't if her husband uh, you know if her husband didn't hear or something like that. She she made a vow and now she can get it released uh, from her. Uh, you know, by going to the sage. Right, Lutzurek uh, Shabbat. Am I? Um, why would that? Why would that be? Surely, if you would say uh, that uh, you know she 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 has to find a chacham, who's going to say? Oh, husband, Elema, you married the cake la bal. Maybe your husband won't be around uh, to negotiate with or to ask uh, for him to revoke this vow. Uh, the same way, a chacham uh, isn't always available for uh, this woman to. Uh, and now uh, the uh, I mean to to examine the mum the same way a chacham wouldn't be around uh, to examine the mum the same way a chacham uh, wouldn't be around to nullify the vow uh, and the Gemara says about that Tatam Karebi Pinchas Mishmeid Rava to what Rav Pinchas is named Rava to Rav Pinchas Mishmeid Rava he says Kolanoderet Aldat Bala he noderet what do we say uh, any woman who takes a vow uh, it, we knows she she immediately uh, does it on the for you know with the consent of her husband, uh, with the knowledge of her husband. In other words, uh, any vow she makes, she knows that her husband can revoke it, uh, at least you know, within a specified time. We're not going to get into uh, that uh, level of, uh, of detail at the moment, uh, but she knows that uh, the vow will only become permanent once her husband actually uh, accedes to the vow and doesn't nullify it straight away. All right, and uh, Tashma, uh, again, we, we learn and prove to this. Uh, if, if it's for the purpose of Shabbat, uh, you can ask for your vows to be revoked by a Chacham. Uh, uh, the same kind of question. Uh, why, why is that? Uh, maybe a Chacham won't be available uh, in terms of this. And really what you should say is the food uh, is therefore totally uh, forbidden uh, you know, for, for, to the person and then and stays that way throughout the whole of Shabbat. 
And the Gemara says, Hatam e lo mizakeg la chacham, sagia lay, rishushah hid yotot. If you don't find a chacham, uh, the worst case, uh, the, the, you know, you could go down to three uh, normal people, even though they're no experts in terms of vow, three normal people can say, listen, you can explain it to them, and they could even act as a temporary bait in and annul her vows. Hacha, miyamar, dizakeg la chacham. Uh, even in that in that case, uh, but no, sorry, in, in it's it's like you can find a normal person uh, to or three normal people to act as a kind of temporary bait in, uh, and they will annul the vow. As opposed to uh, this, uh, where an animal has a blemish, ye uh, who says uh, that kind of chacham, the chacham that is expert in animal blemishes, uh, will be available to hear your case. Okay, uh, and. Um, this uh, actually, uh, th- this is a good place to stop, even though it's a little bit uh, before uh, the end of the daf. Uh, it goes into a whole uh, new sugya, and uh, and therefore it's probably a good place uh, to stop right here. Uh, we will pick up tomorrow uh, with the last uh, of the uh, dapim in this uh, chapter, uh, the final daf in the perik, uh, and uh, Bezrat Hashem uh, will then continue uh, with the fourth chapter, uh, Bezrat Hashem with Bameh uh, Tomnin. What can we uh, insulate an, um, uh, food before Shabbat uh, with? And uh, that's uh, the subject of the next chapter. In the meantime, everyone should have a great day.